We'd like to welcome you to another edition of The Jazz Show right here at CITR, broadcasting from the campus of the University of British Columbia on unceded Musqueam territory. We're also on your computer, and that's www.citr.ca for live streaming. My name's Gavin Walker, and we have uh, quite a show planned this evening. have lots of birthday tributes, including one <laughs> from last week. And I was here a little early, and I was able to test the uh, CD out. We had a bit of a small disaster last week. It happens once in a while on live radio, and I gave it a big, huge buildup and told you all the tunes and the people on it and blah, 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 all that stuff. And then the CD wouldn't play properly, and uh, it sounded terrible. So <laughs> I tested it out tonight, um, and uh, I think it's going to work all right. But we'll do, uh, we're going to do that later because there's a whole bunch of birthday tributes, including a few birthdays that have passed and a couple of uh, birthdays today that are very important in the annals of the tenor saxophone. I'm talking about... The Little Giant, Johnny Griffin. Johnny Griffin. We're going to have some of his music on the show later on. And also, Joe Henderson. Both of these incredible saxophone players, tenor saxophone players, were born today, April 24th. Which gets to our jazz feature. And our jazz feature tonight is a belated birthday tribute he would have been 99 years old, to Charles Mingus. And Charles Mingus did so much in jazz music. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, stories of Mingus go on and on, um, all kinds of uh, stuff. Uh, Mingus was sometimes known as the angry man of jazz, he was that, yes. Uh, he was also very volatile and not, totally unpredictable, much like uh, somebody uh, else that uh, we have become aware of uh, south of the border. Um, you never know what was going to, what Mingus was going to do, or how he would react to a situation. Um, sometimes he could be very unpredictable. Uh, other times, Mingus was so full of warmth and humor. Um, I saw. Um, a lot of these uh, because I, I was acquainted with Charles Mingus over the years and, and spent a little time with uh, Mr. Mingus. And uh, fortunately, we got along very, very well, <laughs> uh, unlike some other folks. Never had a fight with him or anything. You know, we had a few disagreements, but we always ended up, you know, breaking up in, in laughter and, and, and carrying on. It gets to our jazz feature this evening. This um, is a celebration of Mingus's birthday. Uh, he was born on Earth Day in Nogales, Arizona, April 22nd, 1922. And as I said, he would have been 99 years old today. Next year, of course, is his centenary, and uh, that is going to be Quite, there's going to be all kinds of tributes and musical tributes and tributes on radio programs and all sorts of things, uh, social media uh, on Charles Mingus because 100th birthday is kind of significant. And, of course, he contributed so much to 
20th century music and uh, really gave his life to music. Mingus died January 5th, 1979, a victim of ALS. And, uh, well, he was only 58. But at that time, he had contributed so much musically that uh, he'll remain in jazz history for a long, long time, if not forever. Tonight is a significant recording. Mingus um, signed in, there was a couple of, there was a big disaster <laughs> performance in 1962. I'm not going to go into details on that, but his, it was um, the town, famous town hall concert, and uh, a lot of it was not Mingus's fault, but it turned out to be, um, there was some good music played at, at that town hall concert, but basically it was uh, um, a misunderstood fiasco, and uh, it was not only embarrassing to the presenters, but very embarrassing to Mingus. But he recovered quickly, and 1963 proved to be a very creative year for Mingus because he came back, and he came back strong. And he signed with Impulse Records. He made three albums for Impulse. The first one was one of his most significant, and that was an album called The Black Saint and the Sinner Lady. That was a suite um, and played by a, a rather large orchestra under Mingus's direction. And that is considered one of his most um, significant albums. Mingus also recorded for Impulse Records. He recorded a piano, a solo piano album called Simply Mingus Plays Piano. And uh, that, that was a gorgeous album and, and uh, a unique album. Mingus always did play some piano over the years in his bands. And uh, uh, he decided um, to do this solo piano album, which is uh, significant. And is a very beautiful album. One day we'll have to feature that whole album because it's quite something to listen to. And uh, as Mingus said, uh, maybe I'm not the most polished pianist in the world, but I play better than most, than a lot of piano players that call themselves pianists. That's the way Mingus put it. Anyway, it's a delightful album. The album we're going to hear tonight was kind of a follow-up of The Black Saint and the Sinner Lady. And it was his final album for Impulse. They, um, uh, they wanted him to continue to record for the label, and somehow uh, financial interests got in the way. Mingus saw the books and uh, didn't like what he saw and uh, decided to break his contract. And he said, no, I'm finished with uh, record labels. If I'm going to do any music from now on, I'm going to put it out on my own, which he did for several years with um, up-and-down success. Anyway, this is the follow-up album, and it features, uh, for the first two tunes, the same band and the same date uh, that he did the famous Black Saint and the Sinner Lady. January 20th, 1963, and we're going to hear two tunes that, uh, from that, um, that date with... Um, this 11-piece band, and it's, uh, the two tunes are, are quite something. Then we're going to follow that with a date 
that took place later on in the year, September 20th, 1963, with a similar-sized band and most of the same people with a few minor changes. We'll tell you about that in a minute, but we're going to hear the first two tracks first from this uh, album from the January 20th uh, date. And the personnel, we hear Rolf Erickson, Richard Williams on trumpets, Quentin Jackson on trombone, Don Butterfield on tuba, Jerome Richardson plays um, soprano, baritone, saxophone, and flute. Um, he's and paired with Dick Hafer on tenor saxophone, flute, and oboe. The soloist on both of these pieces is the incredible Charlie Mariano. And um, this is some of... Mariano is one of the most foremost uh, alto saxophonists, the late Charlie Mariano. These are considered uh, a couple of his most significant performances. So he is really the star on here, Charlie Mariano on alto saxophone. Jackie Byard is playing piano. Jay Berliner is on guitar. Mingus, of course, is on bass, and Danny Richmond is on drums. And we're going to hear these two pieces from the January 20th date uh, right off the top, and then we'll go to the second date. First piece of music is Mingus changed his titles quite often. He didn't really... uh, uh, He changed them according to his mood and, and whatever, Uh, This is a combination of a bunch of earlier uh, melodies that Mingus wrote. Um, They were titled Duke's Choice, um, Portrait of Duke Ellington, and Nurug, all combined. But he calls this piece on, on this album, I X Love. There you have it. The second piece was dedicated to one of the most significant women in his life, his second wife, Celia. She was a great influence on Mingus. Even though they divorced in the late 50s, uh, Celia remained a great um, part of Mingus's life right up to his his, uh, death. And um, she was a supporter uh, of Charles Mingus, even though she had moved on and married someone else. And Mingus also... Uh, had moved on. They were still very, very close. And this piece of music is dedicated to her, and it's called simply Celia. Those are the two pieces of music we're going to hear right off the top. And then we'll get to the second session. So this is an album that came out (laughs) on Impulse Records, and it was called Mingus, 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 Mingus. That was the actual title. And uh, here is I X love very um, well. You'll hear it. It's it's very Duke Ellington flavored. Beautiful way to begin the jazz feature, Charles Mingus. Thank you. 
part one of our jazz feature this evening. The music of Charles Mingus from this uh, incredible album on Impulse Records called Mingus, 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 Mingus. And this was from the early uh, 1963 recording session, the same date that um, he recorded his famous uh, Black Saint and the Sinner Lady album, the same personnel. As I mentioned before, Charlie Mariano was really the star of both of these uh, compositions, the chief soloist here. And uh, I, ran, I did run down all the personnel, which I won't do again. But um, I have to correct a <laughs> mistake I made. Math has never been my strong point, ever. Not in school and, uh, and never. And I had... Uh, I was telling you at the beginning of the show that uh, Mingus is 99 years old, and uh, next year is going to be his 100th birthday. No, no, that ain't so. Um, actually, he was, um, when I did the math, a, a good friend uh, called, and, and uh, uh, he uh, is involved with facts and figures and uh, does accounting. So he knows mathematics better, much more than I do. And <laughs> Mingus, Mingus would be 95 years old. Um, so we're celebrating his 95th birthday. It's going to be five years until he's uh, 100 years old. So um, we'll have to wait for that. Uh, although tomorrow, um, the great uh, vocalist Ella Fitzgerald will be celebrating her 100th birthday. So, um, and I think we're going to hear uh, a little bit of uh, Ella Fitzgerald a little later on in the show. But we're dealing with Charles Mingus right now, so I stand corrected on that. He's, uh, he, we're celebrating his 95th birthday. So the two pieces we heard, uh, we opened with a very Ellingtonish and very moody um, piece of music called IX Love. That's where Mingus retitled the tune. Um, it's a combination of various themes that he wrote back in the uh, 50s. Uh, one of them being um, Open Letter to Duke, uh, another one being Neurog, sort of a combination of, of those themes. The second piece of music was also written uh, when he was still married to his second wife, and he wrote it in dedication to her and called it simply Celia because that was her name. And uh, that title didn't change. And, of course, Charlie Mariano on alto saxophone was really the... Um, just stellar on both of those pieces. We go to the second session, recorded September 20th, 1963, in New York City. Most of the same people are on board. We have uh, Eddie Preston and Richard Williams on trumpet, Britt Woodman on trombone, Don Butterfield on tuba, Jerome Richardson playing soprano, baritone, saxophone, and flute, uh, Dick Hafer on tenor saxophone, clarinet, and flute. Booker Irvin, Mingus's favorite tenor saxophonist, is here. Eric Dolphy takes over uh, Charlie Mariano's duties on the alto saxophone. Eric uh, is heard on alto, of course, and also on flute. Jackie Byard is on piano. Charles Mingus is on bass. And Walter Perkins is on drums, taking Danny Richmond's uh, place for this particular series of performances. 
And we opened with um, a piece of music that Mingus retitled. It's actually the old Haitian fight song, which he recorded back in 19, early 1957. Uh, but he calls it here, Two B.S. That's his title. The second piece of music is a Duke Ellington composition, and it's the very famous um, piece of music that Duke Ellington and Barney Begard wrote called Mood Indigo, one of Ellington's most famous pieces. Then we go to one of Mingus's most famous pieces, an updated version of Better Get Hit in Your Soul. And look out for this piece. That is followed by a piece that was originally came out as Goodbye Pork Pie Hat. Mingus retitled it here and called it Theme for Lester Young. So it was dedicated to the great tenor saxophonist Lester, the Prez. The next piece of music after Theme for Lester Young is another retitled. Um, Mingus called it Hora Decubitus, which, of course, in, is Latin for at bedtime. The other title that it uh, was recorded under was E's Flat and I's Flat 2 from Mingus's uh, famous album for Atlantic Records called Blues and Roots. The final piece of music features a narration by Charles Mingus. It, it's his poem that he's going to read to you called This Old Mule. And, of course, that is uh, representative of African Americans. You'll hear Mingus recite his own poem, the final piece of music, and he calls it Freedom. So that's it. This is part two of our jazz feature, and we go right to this particular recording session, September 20th, 1963. Two B.S. Thank you. 
This mule ain't from Moscow. This mule ain't from the South. But this mule's had some learning, mostly mouth to mouth. This mule could be called stubborn and lazy, but in a clever sort of way, this mule could be working, waiting, and learning, and planning for a sacred kind of day, a day when burning sticks and crosses is not mere child's play, but a madman in his most incandescent bloom, whose loveless soul is imperfection in his most lustrous groom. So stand fast, young O'Mule, soothed in contemplation, thy burning hope and aching thigh. Your stubbornness is of the living, and cruel anxiety is about to die. Freedom for your daddy.
our jazz feature this evening, the music of the one and only Charles Mingus from this famous album, Mingus, five times, Mingus, 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 Mingus. <laughs> it came out on Impulse Records, and it was the um, one of three albums that was uh, issued on that label when he had a short-term contract with, uh, with that prestigious jazz label. And, of course, we heard two pieces from an earlier session, and we talked about those uh, done in January of 1963. And part two was from this particular session, which took place in New York, September 20th, 1963. And we heard um, soloists. We heard Richard Williams on trumpet. Uh, We heard Jerome Richardson on baritone saxophone. We heard Booker Irvin on tenor saxophone. We heard Eric Dolphy on alto saxophone, Jackie Byard on piano, Walter Perkins on drums, and, of course, Mingus on bass, and there were some other folks in there uh, adding to the uh, ensemble. Britt Woodman on trombone, Don Butterfield on tuba, and uh, Eddie Preston on uh, lead trumpet. Richard Williams was the soloist. We heard um, mostly updates of... um, Familiar Mingus melodies, but just played so wonderfully from this uh, album. And uh, we opened with uh, a piece of music which was originally called the Haitian Fight Song, and Mingus retitled it and called it 2BS. And, uh, of course, energetic performance by all. The second piece of music was more reflective, and one of Duke Ellington's great ballads, Mood Indigo done lovingly by Charles Mingus. Duke Ellington, of course, was Mingus's uh, idol, really. And um, uh, he uh, absolutely worshipped the music of, uh, of Duke Ellington and was influenced by it, too. After Mood Indigo, we heard two of Mingus's most famous themes, and we heard an update of uh, one of his uh, great pieces of music, and it was called Better Get Hit, in your soul. And the second piece of music was uh, first known as Goodbye Pork Pie Hat and uh, retitled Theme for Lester Young with a heartfelt solo in there by Booker Irvin. Then we heard a piece uh, that was originally titled E's Flat and I's Flat 2 and um, retitled by Mingus, uh, given a Latin title, Hora Decubitus, which means at bedtime hour of bedtime. And uh, we heard uh, some fine solos on there, Booker Irvin, Eric Dolphy, and Richard Williams. And the final piece of music was not on the original LP, but included uh, in the CD issue, and that was a performance of a piece of music called Freedom, and Mingus reading his um, poem, This Old Mule. And of course... This old mule represented the African-American people. Freedom for mama and daddy, but no freedom for me. And, of course, that was uh, um, Mingus's life story in many ways. So that's the album, and I certainly hope you enjoyed it, our jazz feature, our tribute to um, the 95th birthday anniversary on Earth Day. Mingus was born on a... April 22, 1922, in Nogales, Arizona. 
and uh, he would have been 95 years old on that day. Charles Mingus. All right. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. And coming up after uh, a message or two, we're going to pay tribute to our first, one of our first birthday tributes today to one of the great saxophone players in jazz history, Joe Anderson, born in Lima, Ohio, April 24th, 1937, and passed away in San Francisco. He was 64, June the 30th, 2001. Joe Henderson was one of the most unique and finest voices of the tenor saxophone. We're going to hear some music by Joe Henderson in a very few moments. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and we shall return momentarily. Hi, my name's Matthew. When I first got back from a military tour in Afghanistan, any time I heard a siren or even a car alarm, I'd lose it completely. I would turn into a wild man, screaming, waving my arms. People would yell at me, shut up, you crazy. Get a job, would ya? Well, I didn't go out and get a job. I got help instead. Now, I'm in a clean and safe apartment. I have friends and helpers who understand me. I landed a decent job. But I gotta admit, I still don't like car alarms or sirens. I used to think mental illness was a death sentence. I got life instead. This message was produced by Columbian Center Society and Radio Malaspina in British Columbia. Are you looking for a volunteer opportunity that fits your schedule? Being a big sister takes less time than you think, and you can choose the volunteer opportunity that fits your life. Spend just one hour a week as a study buddy, tutor, or two hours a week as a big sister. Check out the various mentoring programs at Big Sisters of BC Lower Mainland and find a volunteer position and a little sister that will suit you to a T. Visit bigsisters.bc.ca for more information today. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. Joe Henderson was born, uh, as I mentioned before, today in Lima, Ohio. And uh, this incredible uh, saxophone player. We're going to hear one of his definitive performances. Actually, um... They're all definitive performances. We're going to open with um, a piece from uh, the earliest um, album or the earliest date that we're featuring this evening. It was done in 1963, and the album was called Our Thing. And trumpeter Kenny Dorham was a great mentor of Joe Henderson, and they made a whole series of albums together, and they're all wonderful. Uh, Joe um, not only was influenced by Kenny Dorham, but um, just the two of them together, uh, in some ways, Joe Henderson was, uh, even though he was uh, a sideman, or, or uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, even though he was um, the featured uh, 
tenor saxophones. Kenny Dorham um, was, through his association with Joe Henderson, was kind of brought back in to um, jazz credibility and um, because they recorded so many albums together. Um, Kenny Dorham from a slightly older school was, was sort of being forgotten in the early 60s. He was being overshadowed by such trumpeters as Lee Morgan, Freddie Hubbard, and um, all of a sudden Kenny Dorham came back in style. That's essentially what I was trying to say, and Joe Henderson in some ways was very responsible for that. So this uh, is, a, is a piece of music. As a matter of fact, this is a Kenny Dorham composition, my favorite track from this album. The album is, uh, came out on Blue Note Records called Our Thing. Uh, Joe Henderson on tenor saxophone, Kenny Dorham on trumpet, Andrew Hill on piano, Eddie Kahn on bass, and Pete LaRocca on drums. And this is a Kenny Dorham composition. Uh, I love this uh, piece of music. It's called Escapade. Thank you. 
One of Kenny Dorham's uh, beautiful compositions, that's called Escapade, and that's from Joe Henderson's second Blue Note album done in September of 1963 with Kenny Dorham on trumpet, the composer of that piece, Uh, Joe, of course, on tenor saxophone, Andrew Hill on piano, Eddie Kahn on bass, and Pete LaRocca on drums, Escapade. There is a standard tune is played by every jazz modern jazz musician of note. It's one of those tunes that everybody plays. They call the tune at, at uh, sessions, uh, jam sessions and so on. Everybody has to know this tune. 
But Joe Henderson owns this tune, and it's a great standard tune. This is uh, Joe Henderson on tenor saxophone, the late and wonderful Don Friedman on piano, Ron Carter on bass, and Jack DeJanette on drums. And this is Joe's version of Bronislaw Caper's Invitation. And I mean what I say, that he owns this tune. Thank you. 
That's hard to beat. Joe Henderson from his album Tetragon, uh, which was recorded in 1968. We heard Joe in his definitive version of Bronislaw Capers' standard invitation with Don Friedman, the late Don Friedman on piano, Ron Carter on bass, and Jack DeJanette on drums. We're going to conclude our tribute to Joe Henderson uh, and go to this album called Joe Henderson in Japan. And this was um, a one-nighter that he played at a uh, uniquely named club in Tokyo. It's called the Junk Club. Um, I think more than likely it was named after uh, the boat, (laughs) the junk, you know. Anyway, uh, that's what it's called, the Junk Club, and uh, to um, a very enthusiastic audience. And Joe appeared with... uh, some incredible Japanese musicians. Um, Hideo Ishikawa on electric piano, uh, Kunumitsu Inaba on bass, and Motohiko Hino on drums. And we're going to return to a tune that, again, has became a jam session favorite. Everybody plays this tune. It was written by the great Kenny Dorham, and... The tune, of course, is Blue Bossa. And uh, this is an incredible performance. And this album, Joe Henderson in Japan, is considered by many one of his finest albums. There's only four tunes on the album, even though it was recorded live. And I've often wondered why uh, they haven't maybe found the evening's tapes from this album. But uh, none so far have ever turned up because Joe is on fire. Uh, on this album. So this concludes our tribute to Joe Henderson. Here he is playing Blue Bossa.
Joe Henderson, recorded uh, at the Junk Club in Tokyo back in 1971 in a very steamy night in August of 1971 from uh, Joe's album, Joe Henderson in Japan, and Joe playing with uh, resident uh, Japanese musicians, including Hideo Ishikawa on electric piano, Kunomitsu Inaba on bass, and Motohiko Hino on drums, and of course, Joe on tenor saxophone. We heard him playing Kenny Dorham's great tune, which has become a jazz standard, Blue Bossa. And that's another tune that Joe really owns as well. So, a small tribute to this great voice of the tenor saxophone, modern tenor saxophone, Joe Henderson. Um, born April 24th, 1937, and died age 64 in June of 2001. And Joe, of course, recorded with just about everybody. Names, uh, Kenny Dorham, Andrew Hill, Grant Green, Herbie Hancock, McCoy Tyner, uh, Charlie Hayden, Elvin Jones, Bobby Hutchison, Lee Morgan, um, on and on and on, and Wynton Marcellus as well. Anyway... We hope you enjoyed the uh, three pieces by Joe Henderson, three selected pieces, and uh, we'll continue a little later on with uh, tribute to another great saxophone virtuoso. I'm talking about little Johnny Griffin, who was born on this day as well in Chicago, Illinois. We'll be back in uh, a moment with uh, some more music. We're going to uh, attempt to play this music that um, we failed to do last week because the, our wonderful CD players didn't like the disc. But uh, I've managed to do a little tweaking, and hopefully it will work this week. We can hope and pray because the music's really good. And uh, we'll tell you about it in, in a minute, right after these messages. My name is Gavin Walker. This is The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Ever had a hankering to ski the world-famous slopes of Whistler? Boy, do we have great news for you. Escape the city in one of Zipcar's many mountain-ready vehicles. Plus, get $30 back in free driving credit when you tweet a selfie on the slopes at Zipcar Vancouver. Zipcar. Wheels when you want them. There's only one way that old clunker is going to make you feel good again. Donate it to Bullying Canada. Check this out. Free towing or pickup of your old vehicle. A tax-deductible receipt. And a super easy process. Online at bullyingcanada.ca. Get rid of that old vehicle and feel good about supporting real solutions for change in your community. Donate your old or used vehicle to Bullying Canada today. Full details online at bullyingcanada.ca. 
All right, just a couple of announcements before we get into our next segment of music. And I always like to remind you of the websites, which uh, are significant here in Vancouver, and we'll kind of acquaint you with the jazz scene. The most important website is the website of the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society, and those are the people that bring you the big jazz festival, all the artists, um, are on that particular website. You can check around, um, scan everything, uh, select who you want to see. Uh, you can buy tickets. You can do all that kind of stuff. And it also gives you the schedule at Frankie's Jazz Club, which is, of course, down on Beatty Street, and it's become Vancouver's leading jazz club, and it's sponsored by um, the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society and programmed by the very redoubtable Corey Weeds, of course, who ran and owned um, the Cellar out on West Broadway, the Cellar Jazz Club. And Corey ran that for almost 13 years. And, uh, of course, he really knows what's who to bring and uh, how to program uh, music at the club. And uh, Frankie's has been very, very successful. So uh, you can check out everything on that website, which is coastaljazz.ca. The other website, of course, is the website called vancouverjazz.com. And that's also a very comprehensive website as well. And um, all kinds of links on that one. So coastaljazz.ca and vancouverjazz.com. And, of course, I always like to mention Pat's Pub. Uh, Every Saturday afternoon, some of the very best jazz music is um, played at Pat's Pub in the old Patricia Hotel. Saturdays from 3 to 7, the place is usually packed. Uh, There's no cover charge. There's uh, lots of selection of uh, great beers, wonderful food. And uh, it truly is, um, has become an institution and all put together and programmed by uh, Rod McDonald. So check out Pat's Pub. If you haven't been down there, it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg, and it's, uh, it's really safe down there. Lots of, uh, lots of uh, on-street parking, or, and they have a lot, of course, um, as well. And um, great place. Pat's Pub, Saturday afternoons, 3 to 7. All right. Um, Also, my friend Ken Speller, who uh, is a wonderful music teacher and repair uh, man, repair person, (laughs) to be more politically correct. Ken uh, is sort of a musical man for all seasons. He's a very, very fine musician. He has a business called Music at Home and uh, very successful. And he, he will come to your home and teach you how to play. Um, If you play the saxophone, the flute, or the clarinet, he's uh, uh, proficient on all of those instruments and really knows what he's doing and knows what to teach you and what level um, you're on uh, so that he can uh, hone in and uh, and do what he's supposed to do uh, to improve your skills. Also, uh, he is a wonderful repair person. Um, because he has his uh, tools and his workshop right in his home. So he doesn't have a store overhead. So if you do own a saxophone or a flute or a clarinet that you uh, needs repairing or needs tweaking, um, Ken Speller is the, good, the guy to see. 
and um, he keeps his prices very, very reasonable. So he can be reached at 778-800-1933, 778-800-1933, or K Speller, K-S-P-E-L-L-E-R underscore 14 at yahoo.ca, K Ken Speller. All right. We're going to uh, program some music. It was a bit of a disaster last week. I gave it a, a huge build-up, and of course the CD didn't ended up <laughs> sounding terrible. And uh, we we actually couldn't listen to it. It was unprogrammable. Hopefully, it will work tonight. And I have my fingers crossed. The star of our theme song is trombonist Benny Green, and his birthday was uh, April 16th. Benny Green, one of the great voices of the trombone, and we attempted, uh, we ended up playing some uh, Benny Green music, but uh, not from the source that uh, I wanted to, and uh, (laughs) so this time we're going to try once again. These are a series of recordings uh, with Benny Green and his band with Charlie Rouse, uh, who became Thelonious Monk's tenor saxophonist, um, sounding in wonderful form here, and an old buddy, uh, that uh, a former trombone player who switched over to piano, very fine pianist named Cliff Smalls. And he... uh, uh, kind of reflects an Errol Garner influence, but um, Cliff can play. And uh, on bass, a young man who is just beginning to make his mark on the New York scene when this these recordings were done, Paul Chambers. And, of course, Paul went on to play with Miles Davis for many, many years, one of the great bass players. And um, he just celebrated a birthday anniversary, too. O.C. Johnson is the drummer and the great conga drummer from Cuba, Candido Camara, um, augments all the music here. So Benny Green on trombone, Charlie Rouse on tenor saxophone, Cliff Smalls on piano, Paul Chambers on bass, O.C. Johnson on drums, and Candido on conga drums. We're going to hear open with Sometimes I'm Happy, and then we're going to move to a tune called Laura, and we've got a couple more tunes. I'll tell you what they are after we hear this music. So I have my fingers crossed and we begin with Sometimes I'm Happy. Thank you. 
that was the music you were supposed to hear last week. <laughs> and after I announced all the tunes and the personnel and all the details, the CD wouldn't play. Anyway, I was able to reprogram it, and uh, we heard what we were supposed to do last week. And I hope you enjoyed that music by the gentleman that does our theme song, the great trombonist Benny Green, my all-time favorite on that instrument. And Benny Green was born in Chicago, April 16th, 1923, and passed away in San Diego um, of cancer, sad to say, March 23rd, 1977. But he uh, really laid down a, a wonderful concept for the trombone and is really one of the pioneers of modern jazz, along with uh, trombonist J.J. Johnson. Benny Green... Uh, was educated at uh, DuSable High School in Chicago. Uh, so many great musicians came out of that school. Richard Davis, Gene Ammons, Eddie Harris, um, all kinds. Of, Red Fox uh, actually came out of that, that school. Um, there was an amazing music program in those days, uh, in the 40s and, and 50s, and so many great musicians graduated from there. Benny Green was one of the early graduates, uh, as he was a little older than uh, some of the people I've mentioned. But uh, uh, they all became um, famous musicians and contributed mightily to the whole history of jazz music. So that was our tribute to Benny Green, and I uh, certainly hope you enjoyed it. Benny Green and company. Um, Benny, of course, on trombone with Charlie Rouse on tenor saxophone, sounding just fine. And he became, of course, Thelonious Monk's main man on the tenor saxophone. Cliff Smalls on piano. And a very young, some of his very first recordings, um, he had just moved to New York City, um, Paul Chambers on bass. He was still a teenager uh, at that time. And O.C. Johnson on drums. Candido Camaro was heard on the conga drums, the great Cuban conguero. Uh, the tunes we heard, a whole selection of them, they were all recorded in New York in uh, June of 1955. And uh, we opened with uh, Vincent Newman's great tune, Sometimes I'm Happy, and then a wonderful version of Laura, one of the great uh, ballads of the 20th century, written by David Raxon, and uh, then Body and Soul by Johnny Green, and of course Benny's arrangement of that tune. And then we heard a very beautiful uh, tune that was associated with Billie Holiday called Travelin' Light. And the final tune was uh, a Benny Green, uh, O.C. Johnson original, with a little bit of a vocal by the band, and the tune was uh, a 12-bar blues, actually, and it's called Say Jack, dedicated to a a well-known disc jockey. So there you go. The music of Benny Green, celebrating his uh, uh, birthday anniversary. Well, a little belated. As I said, he was born April 16th. And uh, I'm glad we were able to play that music, (laughs) finally. Um, We'll be right back with some more music by someone who is actually going to celebrate her 100th birthday. Um, And uh, we're going to hear some music by the great Ella Fitzgerald along with Louis Armstrong, one of the most delightful pairings ever, and um, accompanied by Oscar Peterson and other folks. We'll uh, hear that in a very few moments. 
You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name is Gavin Walker, and we'll be right back. Want to know what's up at UBC? Read the UBC. It's only the largest student newspaper in Western Canada, and it's written and edited entirely by UBC students. The UBC is your source for on-campus news, culture, and sports. New editions come out every Monday and Thursday. For breaking news as well as amazing videos and blogs, check out ubc.ca. Become a CITR member and make some new friends. Members get discounts on Main Street at Hot Art, Wet City, Antisocial Skateboard Shop, East Vanity Parlor, The Wallflower and Modern Diner, RX Comics, Dandelion Records and Emporium, The Rag Machine, Neptune Records, The Regional Assembly of Text, Devil May Wear, Lucky's Comics, Book Warehouse, On the French Hair Design, Red Cat Records, Woo Vintage Clothing, True Value Vintage, and I Found Gallery, and The Biltmore Cabaret. What would we do without our friends? Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong together. They made a couple of uh, wonderful recordings. This is from, uh, uh, some, we're going to listen to some music from one called Ella and Louis Again. And, of course, Ella, tomorrow, which is uh, April 25th, she'll be celebrating her centenary, her 100th birthday anniversary, one of the greatest of all singers. So Ella and Louie together, and of course we hear him on vocals. He's going to play some trumpet, of course, uh, accompanied by the great Oscar Peterson at the piano, Herb Ellis on guitar, Ray Brown on bass, and Louis Belson on drums. And we're going to open with uh, an old tune that uh, was made famous by Benny Goodman. And uh, it was written by Benny Goodman and Edgar Sampson and was a big hit for the Goodman Band. We're going to hear this vocal version of Don't Be That Way. And then we're going to play um, a few more tunes, and I'll let you know what they are after we hear them. So we begin with Don't Be That Way. April skies are in your But darling, don't be
The heights were too high to climb, but people from Missouri never incensed me. 
Oh, I wasn't a bit consigned. Far from history, I had How many, many times the wine had turned Baba Doze. They all laughed at Christopher Columbus when he said the world was round. They all laughed when Edison recorded sound. all laughed Wilbur and his brother when they said that man could fly they told Marconi while this was a phony it's the same old cry they laughed at me warning you said I was reaching for the moon but oh you came through now they'll have to change the tune, yes. They all said we never could be happy. They laughed at us in how. But oh, 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 who's got the last laugh now? They all laughed at Rockefeller Center. Now they're fighting to get in. They all laughed at Whitney and his cotton gin. They all laughed at Fulton and his steamboat, Hershey and his chocolate bar. Ford and his Lizzie kept the laughter busy. That's how people are. They laughed at me, wanting you. Said it would be hello. But oh, you came through. Now they're eating humble pie. They all said we'd never get together. Darling, let's take a bow. For ha, 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 who's got the last laugh now? They laughed at me, warning you. Said it would be. This season, 
Yes, there's a reason. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, madam, with you. My heart won't let my feet do things they should do. Yes, you know what? You love me. So what? You're still lovely. But oh, what you do to me. I'm like an ocean wave that bumps on the shore. I feel so absolutely stumped on the floor. Yes, when you dance, you jump in and you're gentle. Especially when you do the continental. But this feeling isn't really mental. For heaven rests. I'm not asbestos, and that's why I won't dance. Why should I? I won't dance. How could I? I won't dance. Mercy be I know that music leads the way to romance. So if I hold you in my arms, I won't dance.
love makes me treat you the way I do. Gee, baby, ain't I good to you? There's nothing too good for good, so true. Mama, ain't I good to you? Yes. I bought you furs for Christmas and a diamond ring. Cadillac car and everything. Loves make me treat you the way I do. Gee, baby, ain't I good to you? Love makes me treat you the way that I do. Gee, baby, ain't I good to you? There's nothing too good for a boy that's so true. Gee, baby, ain't I good to you? you some cashmere for Christmas, a diamond ring, a Mark 7 car, and everything. Love makes me treat you the way that I do. Gee, baby, ain't I good to you? Yesterday's mashed potatoes A fine romance You won't nestle A fine romance You won't wrestle I might as well play bridge With my old mate aunt I haven't got a chance This is a fine romance It's a fine romance With no Kisses, a fine romance, my friend. This is, we two should be like clams in a dish of chowder. But we just fizz like parts of a scentless powder. Yes, fine romance with no glitches. A fine romance with no Bitches, just as hard to land as the eating of France. I 
haven't got a chance This is a fine romance A fine romance, my good fellow You take romance and I'll take jello You're calmer than the seals in the Arctic Ocean they flap their fins to express emotion a fine romance with no quarrels with no insults at all morals i've never must a crease in your blue serge pants i never get the chance this is a fine romance it's a fine romance my dear judges, two old fogies who need crutches. True love should have the thrills that a healthy crime has. Oh, we don't have the thrills that the march of time has. But I'm a fine romance, my good woman. My strong age in the wood, woman. Never give the orchids our center glance. No, you like cactus plants. <laughs> this is a fine romance. A fine romance, my dear Duchess. Two old fogies who need clutches. True love should have the thrills that a healthy crime has. You know, Louis, we don't have half the thrills. Well, we heard a whole bunch of selections from Ella Fitzgerald, who tomorrow, very close to tomorrow right now, she she will celebrate her 100th birthday anniversary. And, of course, Ella, one of the greatest, without a doubt, singers in jazz music, the first lady of song. And here she's paired with the wonderful Louis Armstrong and uh, one of the most delightful recordings in the whole jazz legacy. Ella and Louis together with Oscar Peterson at the piano, Herb Ellis on guitar, Ray Brown on bass, and Louis Belson on drums. And we heard a whole bunch of tunes, beginning with uh, the Benny Goodman staple, Don't Be That Way. And then we heard a great tune by George and Ira Gershwin called They All Laughed. And then we moved to uh, another wonderful tune called I Won't Dance by Jerome Kern. And then the Don Redman favorite, where uh, Lewis pulled out his trumpet and played some uh, great stuff. Gee, baby, ain't I good to you. And the final tune, um, a Jerome Kern tune once again, A Fine Romance. So I hope you enjoyed those uh, selections from two great legends of jazz. And, of course, uh, Ella Fitzgerald celebrating 100 years tomorrow. 
Yes, Ella Fitzgerald. Well, I said we were going to pay tribute to another great tenor saxophonist. I want to do this before midnight because it's still his birthday today, and I'm talking about John Arnold Griffin. The Little Giant is born in Chicago, Johnny Griffin, in 1928, and uh, one of the great voices of the tenor saxophone, and he could play as fast as the wind when he was motivated. And uh, Griffin, of course, um, if he got on the bandstand, look out. Uh, You were in for, and if you were a saxophone player, you were in for a tough fight against Johnny Griffin because uh, he could play um, anything. He'd play rings around anybody. We're going to hear him from an album which is a little bit obscure. I love this album. It's a very kind of personal album. Uh, by Johnny. It features him with a quartet of very close friends, including the great Kenny Drew at the piano, who, uh, along with Johnny Griffin, actually went on to become uh, an expatriate. Johnny moved to France permanently in uh, the early 70s, although he'd gone over to Europe um, in uh, in the early 60s as well. Kenny Drew ended up in Copenhagen for so many years, and uh, those two guys are very, very close. But on bass, also from Chicago, one of the great legendary bassists, Wilbur Ware. And on drums, my favorite drummer, and I know Johnny Griffin's favorite drummer too, Philly Joe Jones on drums. This is from an album, and it isn't, it's kind of a misnomer, the title of the album. It says Way Out. That's what they call it, but it's not really Way Out. It's, it's um, straight ahead, solid jazz music. And um, we're going to hear a group of tunes from this album, beginning with uh, a tune written by another fellow Chicagoan, Jody Christian, piano player. He wrote the first tune we're going to hear. It's called Hot Sausage. And the second tune is written by another Chicagoan, Chicagoan, Johnny Hines. And uh, this is a tune I like a lot. It's called Sunny Monday. And um, we almost had a sunny Monday today. Uh, this afternoon was, was quite nice. And we're going to hear, after sunny Monday, a hair-raising version of Ray Noble's Cherokee, taken at a tempo that uh, I don't think you'll be able to pat your foot to this one. So here then, from this wonderful album, Way Out, Johnny Griffin on tenor saxophone, Kenny Drew on piano, Wilbur Ware on bass, and Philly Joe Jones on drums, and we begin with Hot Sausage.
John Arnold Griffin, the Little Giant, the Chicago Fire, <laughs> whatever you want to call him, born in Chicago on April 24th, yesterday, 1928, and um, led a good long life, died in, in France in uh, 2001, I believe, um, maybe I'm wrong here, yes, 2008, he was 80 years old, and um, he had just uh, played a couple of gigs uh, before he uh, uh, succumbed to a heart attack at age 80. And, of course, he was a bundle of nervous energy and an incredible saxophone player and one of the most distinctive voices of the tenor saxophone, Johnny Griffin. And uh, we heard from this uh, rare album uh, that came out on Riverside Records and recorded in February of 1958. Johnny Griffin on tenor saxophone with Kenny Drew at the piano, the legendary Wilbur Ware on bass, and the great Philly Joe Jones on drums. And we heard a bunch of tunes from this album, uh, beginning with one called Hot Sausage, uh, written by um, fellow Chicagoan Jody Christian. Then another uh, tune, nice tune, written by Johnny Hines, who was uh, another Chicago musician. And he wrote the tune called Sunny Monday. And then we heard this hair-raising version of uh, Ray Noble's Cherokee, uh, tune number three. And the final tune, arranged by Johnny Griffin, was a variation on Dizzy Gillespie's great tune, Wooden You, and uh, featured the whole band. Our tribute to John Arnold Griffin. It's about time to uh, wrap up the show this evening, and we'd like to close with... A selection from an album called Soul Liberation. And the people involved here, the great, wonderful tenor saxophonist, underrated Rusty Bryant, who uh, spent most of his time in Columbus, Ohio, and um, really should be better known, a great player, along with Virgil Jones on trumpet, Melvin Sparks on guitar, and the great late Charles Ireland on Hammond organ and Idris Mohammed on drums. And this is a tune that's going to uh, close our show this evening from this album, Soul Liberation. This is Eddie Harris's favorite, uh, famous tune, Cold Duck Time.
Cold Duck Time by Eddie Harris and played by the great Rusty Bryant on tenor saxophone, leading the band with Virgil Jones on trumpet, Melvin Sparks on guitar, Charles Irland on Hammond organ, and Idris Mohammed on drums. 
Cold Duck Time from uh, Rusty's album on Prestige Records called Soul Liberation. All right. Effectively ending another edition of The Jazz Show. I'd like to thank you very much for being out there and uh, listening. If you've heard the whole show, great. If you heard a part of it, wonderful. And uh, the fact that you were out there is also wonderful. On behalf of myself, Gavin Walker, and CITR FM 101.9, or on your computer, www.citr.ca, thanks very much, and we'll be back next Monday evening. Actually, it's going to be May the 1st, the merry month of May, and we hope we get a little more sunshine in the merry month of May. So we'll see you next month, May the 1st, the first Monday in May. Take care, and bye for now. Thank you.